and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. The Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which is us. Us. <laughs> I was a little late. I was, was going to try and say it at the same time. I it up. Uh, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And we read the news so you don't have to. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Okay, Elise. What's getting you through this week? What's getting me through this week? Uh, well, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson are wow. potentially engaged. It seems it seems like they are. It seems like they are. I have I have in my mind I'm reserving the possibility that this is just like a funny thing that they're both doing. Oh, maybe. Because I mean, Pete Davidson is a comedian. I guess he's considered a comedian. <laughs> he's on SNL. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, okay. The thing about him being on SNL, though, real, real side mm-hmm. thing. He doesn't Go do characters. In. Go he doesn't do in, Brian. Yeah, he doesn't. He's just there and just like chats every once in a while. Like what? I don't understand. Or he plays like this, like, or he plays like the young guy in the high school skit. That's like the douchebag or like snarky he basically is himself in any sketch that he's in i feel like i'll I'll, you know this is uh i'll reveal right now in the pod that i don't really watch snl that much like i watch me neither i watch clips if they like come out Mm -hmm. like i'll watch if something is getting buzz i'll like watch that individual sketch but like I'm busy at yeah. 11 on Saturday. Yeah. I'm who, out. Who actually watches SNL live anymore? I also don't have cable. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Me too. So I watched it on YouTube the next day. Yeah. And like, that's that has nothing to do with the show. I know people who write on the show and they're oh, all wow. wonderful people. Wow. But I just, I'm busy at 11 on Saturday yeah. in general. So. I'm usually like five drinks deep. Yeah, exactly. Not watching a television actually this saturday i stayed in there were literally two birthday parties that i was supposed to go to and game time decision i was like actually <laughs> i am not gonna do any of these I re- things i respect it i respect that yeah i, I ordered like i just like ordered seamless and masturbated and i was like oh wow Yay! Yeah, do it, girl. i was like honestly this was that the best, is the best night. Saturday night ever <laughs> yeah i was like honestly best decision i've ever made um <laughs> and i'm happy to share that on the pod but yes continue what what's what's, what's okay. the news about ari and- ari and pete davidson uh so first of all they started dating two seconds ago yep um <laughs> And literally within two seconds, they're commenting on each other's Instagrams. They're, uh, Pete Davidson got two Ariana Grande tattoos. Wow. He got her initials and her bunny ears. He seems impulsive. He does. Honestly, I've gone back and forth and I've decided that I 100% understand why Pete Davidson is doing what yeah. he's doing. Like, have you seen him and have you seen her? Like, of course he's like... She's also like a pop superstar. I know. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that like a goofy looking comedian is dating Ariana Grande. Not to say that Pete Davidson isn't a lovely person. He's not unattractive. No. Either. And I've fallen for many a Pete Davidson yeah. in my mm-hmm. lifetime, but I am not Ariana Grande. Yeah. <laughs> so like I get why I would date Pete Davidson. I yeah. don't get why Ariana Grande is doing it necessarily, but I 100% understand why he's trying to lock that shit down immediately. Yes. Yeah. And I read a tweet that really did make me laugh where they were like, yeah, yeah, he got two Ariana Grande tattoos, but it's like, even if they break up, whenever anybody asks him about it, he gets to be like, oh yeah, this is from when I dated Ariana Grande. <laughs> so it's like, the, there's no lose. The dangerous woman herself. Exactly. 
it's like, well, Ariana Grande and I dated and then we broke up. Like that's yeah. not, that's still like, it's still worth a tattoo. Yeah. Honestly, and if he, if they just kissed, it would also, be worth a tattoo. He's also quite covered in tattoos. So I'm yeah. just sure it like falls into the, into mix the mix of them. You, like, of you probably different. don't really see them. That's why I find him impulsive because when he started, or at least I assume he is, he didn't really have many tattoos on SNL and now he's like full sleeves covered i didn't even realize he has full sleeves i think he does he's huh. he's quite covered he's quite tatted up oh i know more mostly like his face yeah. and not like his well, body well like i just i think there's this like thing where people who get tattoos and then they start and they just like cannot stop and they just yeah. like keep spending all their money and just like overindulge a little bit but i mean i have tattoos i love tattoos yeah. i get it but. i mean of all of the vices yeah. So it's a pretty harmless mm-hmm. one. It, but, it's just a little harmful towards yourself. But. Yeah. But it is. You know, I mean, everyone's talking about it. Like they have been dating for like two seconds yeah. and they are both 24 years old. Uh, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. not. It doesn't bode well for the marriage, <laughs> but I still wish them well. I mean, young, young pop stars tend to stay together with their first husbands, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every pop star stays. Katy Perry, Russell Brand, Britney Spears, Kevin, Kevin Federline. Federline. Mm. Who else we got? I mean, there's a bunch, but. I know. And it's like, you know, for Pete, I'm like, dude, if you guys break up, she's still going to have to like come and host the show. Yeah. Well, she's and really good on SNL. I know. She's one of the best guests. I like her. I like her on SNL. She like does those. Like, she's just really good impressions. She's really she, good at impressions. Her, her Jennifer Lawrence impression. Do you remember that one? She's. Uh, I don't remember that one specifically, but she she also on Fallon, she always does the like games where you sing yeah. one song in the style of was, another person. She was she's an actress. She yeah, was, she, was she was a Disney girl. Or, or no was Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. I yeah. always say that and mm-hmm. I and and people correct me. She's she just, had red hair. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah, she looked very different. Yeah. Um but yeah, she is genuinely very funny. I think um, so. And I actually just, as far as all the pop stars, she's like the top for me. Yeah, like, I really I like, like and her. And also, like, after the whole Manchester thing, yeah. too. Like, so she doesn't really talk about it. She briefly talked about it in, uh, she was on, like, the British Vogue cover. Yeah. She says she has PTSD from it. Understandable. Understandable. I would be, I mean, that is horrifying what happened. And so, she, and then she was on Jimmy Fallon, and he was interviewing her, and he, like, really, like, skipped over it. He, like, talked about it for, like, a second, because, like, the second he brought it up, she just like welled up and like couldn't speak. Yeah. So it's like, okay, let's like move on. And so she's got an actually, she actually also got a bee tattoo. I know because and the symbol of Manchester is the worker bee. Yeah, exactly. And so. she did that benefit concert for them, which like I can only imagine it must've been really hard even to just perform at a concert again, let alone to go back to yeah. the place where it happened and exactly. perform. And she immediately like the next day went and visited people at the hospital and talked to like victims, families. Like, so this engagement I understand it from his perspective and her. I just support her. No I, matter I what. know exactly. I'm just like, honestly, Ariana Grande, like Ari, if this is real and you want to get married to Pete Davidson, like I support you and Pete makes Dav- you happy and Pete you Davidson. Know? I'm like, yeah, dude, lock that shit down. Yeah, <laughs> do what you got to do. Do what you must. Um, so that's what I've been. That's what's been getting me through the week. What's been getting you through the week? Well, yesterday, very exciting. <laughs> Monday, June 11th was the launch of Betcha's new podcast, co-hosted by Chris Burns, aka Fat Carrie Bradshaw, and myself. Yay! Everyone's gay. Everyone's gay. 
apparently that's, like that's that's the name of it but that's i think it's like semi-true so great and you have a great guest yeah so our first guest was um the chief content officer at them and teen vogue and so he's actually accredited with a whole like political takeover slash change that recently happened with teen vogue yeah because he that's when he like started there and he's basically he's he's only 26 years old oh my god i know so rude i know what an asshole (laughs) that is rude but he was like and he's like really really insightful really like eloquent so you can see that like he clearly he handles himself very well Mm -hmm. he's like and he was very just very kind person it was kind of like a little disarming how nice he was like because me and chris are like interviewing we're trying to be like oh and he's just like uh yeah and just like very nice and just like i'm a genius yeah i was like okay (laughs) he's like not he's not like not feeding into being a mean girl Um, which was nice but it was it's a really great interview you guys should all check it It really is and um yeah you guys should check it out subscribe to the podcast and then once you're fans of both everyone's gay and the sub Mm -hmm. If you are based in New York, we're very, very excited. Uh, we will be doing an Everyone's Gay su- and Betches Sup live podcast at the Public Hotel here in NYC. That's going to be on Tuesday, June 26th at 8 p.m. We're going to have more information about that on all of our social media channels, yeah. in the newsletter. I don't even think the ticket link is live yet, but mark your calendar. Yeah, we're really excited. We're also in the process of booking some really sweet guests. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be me, um, Elise, mm-hmm. Sammy, our other co-host for the sup, and then Chris, and then two guests. Yes. So and we're I'm really excited. We're really excited. The public is an awesome venue. If yeah. you can come out, mm-hmm. if you're based in NYC or near NYC, please please come. The tickets are like fifteen bucks. Yeah, something like that. It's and gonna be nice. You get drunk, and we'll we'll mm-hmm. be. I mean, I'll we'll be drinking. Be drunk. We'll be drunk, and we'll, we can all hang out and party together. We're I putting think. in an intermission specifically so that you can get up, get a drink in the middle. Yeah. You don't have to feel awkward mm-hmm. you're not going to miss anything um and we we can't announce guests yet because we don't have them but we are looking at some very interesting and fun yes, people we're in, we're in we're in chats with some fun, oh, fun some people. very cool interesting folks. yeah 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 um great so should we get into the literally insane <laughs> new- i i actually don't know if we've had more news to run down on the tuesday pod ever i know i mean there's a lot to cover and things that we are not going to cover because yeah. it's just hard. Like, I mean, I mean, net neutrality. Yes. Yeah, like we're not covering that, but we're just, I'm, I'm going to bring it up now. Yeah, just know that uh, on Monday, the repeal of net neutrality went into effect. So, so yay! yay. <laughs> um, That's not a good thing, guys. No, it's, it's actually bad, but uh, we have to talk about yeah. uh, our international friend group. <laughs> and as it is, as it is changing yes. dramatically. Our G7 summit over the weekend. Yes. So we're going to yeah. start, obviously, we're going to, there are two summits to there, chat about. Yeah. We're going to start with summit one, that then is, we'll move to summit which, two. Which is weird because, so the first summit is with our allies. So you think that would be the easy or going one where no. there's less conflict. And then the second one is with a totalitarian dictator. Yeah. And yet, that is the one that went more smoothly. So yeah, I it's know. It's kind of confusing. Yes. So, yeah, the G7. So was a hot-ass mess. It was, it, was, it was a bit of a mess. So, the G7 brings leaders from Germany, Japan, Canada, Italy, uh, France, the UK, and the United States together mm-hmm. to just, like, have a powwow. Yeah, and usually representatives of the EU will also go, but yeah. they're not, like, technically in the G7. Yeah. Um, and Russia used to be in, but they're not anymore, and we'll get to that. Yeah, so, yeah, it was the G8 at some point. And actually, so before Trump, 
as Trump was leaving to go from the White House to the G7, he talked to some reporters and he was like, you know what? Russia should really be back in the G7 and they it's really unfair to them. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Because they were recently kicked out a few years ago because they invaded Ukraine. And, and annexed, Crimea. Yeah, annexed Crimea. Yeah. So. so it's like, he basically made this statement that was like, I don't know why we're having a meeting without Russia. Russia really should be there. Uh, they were kicked out for some reason. And it's like, they were kicked out because they like violated the international yeah. like rules on such an enormous like and egregious yeah like they inv- they violated international norms on such an enormous and egregious and level also like all of our intelligence agencies still consistently say that they have hacked our elections and are trying to get into our 2018 midterm election yes yeah so a top like, official like a top intelligence official I, I don't have his name in front of me right now but went before the senate intelligence committee this week and said that russia is trying to interfere in the midterms and like let alone like that they they they're not a huge economic power it's just like blunt blunt statement like it's supposed to be a big economic thing as well yeah and also like they just like they jail reporters, they kill their like dissidents yeah. and they like, um, basically it's almost basically illegal to be gay. There. I mean, they also poisoned that ex spy in the UK, which is still an ongoing thing. They yeah. tried to poison the spy and his daughter. It's like a huge thing. And they interfered in Brexit. So yes. it's like, they've not only fucked with us, they've fucked with our allies. Like if you, if, if Trump wants to know why they're not in the G seven anymore he should just google it i know <laughs> and it's like why the f- like, like i'm s- sorry to curse but i do it a lot whatever yeah why the fuck would he say that like it's so obvious like he's just like really playing like like he just it, it makes it seem more likely that he collusion. I, I know i mean that's what's so <laughs> like, crazy to me is like maybe he feels that way or whatever but it just seems like it's not even in his personal short-term interest of any kind why would you do that he like unless you are actually colluding with russia i know like it literally i mean if no collusion is really true it's like why would you even bring this up it's so bizarre that they're like uh they're not like they're not they're like technically i guess we call them an ally but no they're not they're not really like not the way that the other people not the way that canada (laughs) is supposed to be okay so yeah that brings us to what actually went down at the summit so first of all trump says this right before he leaves he arrives late (laughs) (laughs) he arrives late um to the first meeting which i believe was about like the role of women it was like gender equality yeah it was like like, walked in during the middle of it yeah just like interrupting a woman's speech which is like (laughs) classic he also arrived late and left early which is like how i do my social engagements but i'm not the president no and also yeah no (laughs) yeah i wonder if he just like irish goodbye they were just like where did donald go and he's like (laughs) he's like oh yeah i didn't just didn't want to say bye to everyone so he is no he's scottish isn't he or is he irish i don't know whatever who cares he's white (laughs) he's just white um so so the the meeting takes place obviously there's this like pretty now famous picture that angela merkel put out of her just like 
really leaning in, staring him down. His arms are crossed. He lo- he looks really indignant. Shinzo Abe of Japan mm-hmm. is in there. He doesn't look happy. And John Bolton is just like standing behind Trump as like a hype man. Yeah. Well, so they were saying like all these like um, aides that were in the meetings were saying that Trump was just like would close his eyes and just like swivel in his chair and not really pay attention. And then even when like Emmanuel Macron was speaking, he didn't even like put his headphones on to listen to the translation. <laughs> And just like was like, and then anytime like someone like brought up trade, he kind of perked up and listened. But anything else like climate or gender equality, he just like didn't give a fuck about. Yeah. So it was like me in high school algebra, just yeah, like yeah. trying to pass the time. He's doodling. Yeah, exactly. He's doing like DJT heart KJU, <laughs> like in the margins of his little document. Um, so at first... I mean, it was obviously contentious. Just a reminder, Trump just reinstated all these steel and aluminum tariffs, which really pissed off Canada and basically everyone yeah. in the G7. Basically unfounded. Like, he he basically said Canada is like a security threat, which is like hilarious. Yeah, I mean, first of all, LOL. But yeah. maybe he's watching, I don't know, maybe he's watching Handmaid's Tale and he's like yeah. looking into the future. Yeah. Um, I just want also like... Canada to hear me support them now so maybe like if I need to seek asylum there yeah, they I can will. like use this podcast as a reference yeah. to show my I, I love Canadian yeah. <laughs> Canadian please <laughs> so like he put he put in all these tariffs which are basically seen as like protectionist policies which goes against the entire point yeah. of the G7 <laughs> so people were pissed but at the end they put out this is like a traditional thing is that all seven countries put out and sign on to this communique, which is like a fancy word for memo. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's usually just kind of like this document that says like, oh, we all agreed to continue to work towards this. It's a pretty basic thing. But the point is just to say like, this is what we did at our the summit. say strong. Yes. Our, our ministry is strong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that kind of a thing. So they sign on to the communique. And then, After a lot of negotiation. Yes. Because Trump like wants like his special words in there. Yeah. I forget what word specifically. There's like one word that he like loves and needed it in there. Yeah. But like. He just wants his Trump yeah. stamp all over yeah. it. And he was already toying with the idea of not signing the communique. Like he never really wanted to sign it to begin with. He went in not wanting to sign it. But mm-hmm. then kind of throughout they convince him, okay, we're going to sign it. So then Justin Trudeau comes out. And he gives a little press conference, yeah. as he is wont to he's, do. He's like just basically saying that Canada will not be pushed around, and that like they will if the if these tariffs go into effect, he will uh, instate retaliatory tariffs on yeah. July first. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like anything actually like offensive or crazy. Yeah, it was just mostly he. I know at one point he was like. We're nice in Canada, but we're not going to let you push us around. That was like literally one of the lines. And it it was like very, very Canadian. Um, I do think it was kind of a weird moment for him to do it. Maybe like, like, like chill, like let the communique, like maybe he, maybe he didn't think that like Trump would see it. (laughs) Like he doesn't like, Yeah, he was on a plane at the time. So maybe he was just like, well, Trump doesn't know how to put his phone on airplane mode. So he's not going to see this. And apparently that's when like Trump saw it. Cause he was, he was, I think Trump said during the, another press conference at the, in Singapore, 
was saying that there was like we have TVs on Air Force One. I can see this. Yeah. So he basically he was watching like Fox and Friends on Air Force like, One. On Air Force One, shitting on Justin Trudeau saying these things, and that's when he just like started tweeting. So yeah, so Trump gets super pissed. He sh- lays out a bunch of tweets that are just like. Uh, call they call he they call Trudeau weak. He's yeah, like, wow, he Justin, Justin acted so meek and mild in our like in the meetings, and then he comes out with this. So he basically revokes our signing on to the communique. Yeah. As a result, I also I was saying this to Brian the day that they came out, but the tweets are so funny to me because he constantly refers to Trudeau as just Justin. Yeah. And it, it really sounds like like a girl who's like pissed at her boyfriend. <laughs> it's just like, wow, Justin, pretty two faced. Um, that's not what we said in our meeting, Justin, and you know it. Like, okay, Justin, if that's how it's going to be. Is there something about him constantly just calling him Justin that yeah. is so funny? I mean, first of all, it's disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> like, we call him Donald all the time. I, like, it's like you're not supposed to just call him Justin. No. He's just jealous that he's hot. And I he's know. Not. I know. I really think that's what it is. I actually do think that. Which is funny because he was able to get along with Macron, but I think that Justin is like too dreamy. Yeah. Um, and like also, it. I'm sure that Donald Trump just like thinks that Canada is a punching bag yeah. and like doesn't want like like he has no he obviously just has no respect for <laughs> Canada at all um, or Justin Trudeau in. Well, Canada did burn down the White House. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's true. He is under the impression that Canada burned down the White House. Which is also hilarious. I know, and he actually said that to Trudeau on the phone, know, which is so embarrassing. What the f? It's so embarrassing, and it's so it's it's like more embarrassing because he embarrassed us in front of a hot person, which I'm just like. I oh. mean, so we were when we were getting into work yesterday, we were like just like fuck everything. I know. I can't. It's just so much gosh darn news. I know. And it's like so mind boggling that we're still talking about this idiot. Like I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm like a little snooty today. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just so dumb. dumb. And I'm just like tired <laughs> of talking about this dumb person doing dumb things and looking dumb while doing it. Like, I know. And making me look dumb. I know. Like he just, he just ruined all of our chances with Trudeau. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like uh, now if I go back to Montreal, it's like, he's probably not even going to talk to me. <laughs> I'm so pissed. Um, and it's just like, it, I mean, it is just so embarrassing to yeah. have him call up another world leader and like make a statement about history that is so wrong to have then, him go in there. So ignorant. He's not even paying attention. I, he's rolling around in his yeah. chair, like a child who needs an Adderall prescription. It, oh like, my God, maybe he needs one. Maybe honestly, maybe he has adult ADD. Wow. They diagnosed my dad with adult ADD and he took one Adderall one time and he was like, nope. <laughs> he was like, nah, I'm 60 years old and we're just not doing that. Does, does he have any leftover that we could acquire? Honestly, I don't know. I actually should ask him. Um, but he did. I, I just kept thinking about the one day where my dad was on Adderall and like laughing. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. He was like, I don't know if you've ever heard of this stuff, but I didn't like it. And I was like, no, dad, I have no idea. And I, yeah. I don't know. We uh, all know what Adderall is. Yeah. So that 
was bad. And then immediately afterwards, Angela Merkel, who we, we actually just put out this really funny uh, carousel on our Instagram that mm-hmm. you should look at. But Angela Merkel, as we say, it's like comparing everything to Harry Potter. She's the Hermione of all of this. Yes. She's the only person keeping this shit together. She's the only person who knows what to do. Yes. Uh, everyone would die if she wasn't there. When, when Donald Trump was elected, she became the freedom of the leader of the free world. Yeah, basically. basically. Um, and so Angela Merkel, who put out this awesome photo of herself also, uh, she just like posts that on Instagram, which I'm like, yeah, girl, get it. Yeah. Post that mm-hmm. candid. Um, <laughs> and she went on, she did some press conference where she called his tweeting a bit disappointing, <laughs> which I just love. Like, I love the even keeled German nature. Yeah. Like it's, it's so much more than a bit disappointing, but she's like, yeah, displeased. Yeah. <laughs> I think, not like it. I think, well, and she even said that they were like, we're not really surprised. Yeah. Like we're kind of used to this, which is even like worse. I know. Like, I know. And she's like, we did not expect much yeah. from Donald. It's like, when it's, it's another example of like when you're dating someone and they keep fucking up and you just get used to it. And yeah. eventually you're just like stuck in this terrible relationship yeah. and he keeps cheating or exactly. like coming home late and not telling you where he is. Exactly. Or like, he's just not going to get better at texting. Yeah. It's just not going to happen so you just like make these concessions and you're just like well you know it is what it is uh, yeah and it's fucked up and sad and it shouldn't be i gotta keep dating him because his house is close to the train what are we gonna do you know (laughs) i can walk to work from his apartment (laughs) yeah like we're just gonna have to deal with this um and but so she released that statement now germany the eu and canada are all basically looking into these retaliatory tariffs that uh they're basically specifically targeting if they do them they which i i think they're going to yeah they're going to specifically target u.s industries again kind of doing the same thing that china was going to do where they like target trump voters yeah which honestly like as much as you get this like schadenfreude to bring to bring it back to germany about like uh they voted for trump like fuck them but it's also like these are people who are suffering economically and they you know are suffering on a lot of different levels and they made a really bad choice and some of them did it because of racism and some of them did it for like really fucked up motives and you know you got to acknowledge that but it's also people who are suffering and felt backed into a corner and I mean, it sucks that now their lives are going to get worse. Yeah. Like, do we really want, do we really want someone who's like living in Appalachia in like some of the like, like white poverty or whatever? Like, yeah. do we want them to become more poor? Like, it's not these fucking billionaire donors who are no. going to have anything. It's like really poor people. And like Wisconsin dairy farmers, I think recently read yeah. really affected by it as well. Yeah. And like, are do we really like do we want those people to not vote for Trump again? Yes. Do we want those people to recognize how they put people of color and LGBT people at risk with that vote? Yes. But do we want to like, like ruin them economically too? Like yeah. that's like, I have a hard time being like, Haha, well, fuck you. Yeah. It's like, really? And history just shows that isolationism does not end well. No. Like it, it leads to poorer economies, like, and just in general, like no bueno. There's a reason why we stopped doing it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like there's a reason why we all decided literally every country came together and they were like, this does not benefit. These Any policies don't benefit yeah. anyone. Protectionism doesn't work. It hurts the global economy more than it helps. So it just, I don't know. I just feel like I just, 
like it sucks. I mean, it sucks that the economy is going to suffer now. And the people who are going to suffer because the economy suffers, aren't these like billionaires who are just as responsible for putting him into office and promoting his bullshit as the Wisconsin dairy farmer is, Yeah, you know, it's it. it, Yeah. Like, like we said, it doesn't affect people like, I, I mean, like here, it won't affect us. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe if the economy starts doing really poorly, obviously it'll get to us or whatever. But like the people who it's really going to hit the hardest are people who have already been hit like so hard by the changing economy, by like globalization, all of that stuff, like people who are, are suffering. And so it's just like, yeah, it's not like a win for us to have these Trump supporters have their livelihoods attacked. And there's really no reason why we should think that if it gets worse for them, they're going to not vote for Trump again. No. You know, like we don't, they might not be making that connection. So it's just like making people more poor for like what benefit, yeah. you know? Well, also, so in going back to Trudeau, um, uh, there were some aides for the president who made even like crazier statements like Peter Navarro, the president's trade advisor said there's a special place in hell for any foreign leader that engages in bad faith diplomacy with president, president Donald J Trump, and then tries to stab him in the back on the way out the door. And then Larry Kudlow, the president's economic advisor said it was a betrayal. And then he stabbed us in the back and it's not going to let the prime minister of Canada to push him around. I, Here's something I just want to say. I want to just retire the phrase, there's a special place in hell for blank. I'm done. There's not a special place in hell for everybody. Everybody in hell is in the same place. I'm just over it. I'm over, even though like there's a special place in hell for women who don't support other women. I feel like that has been used in stupid ways. I'm just done with special place in hell. I want it retired. (laughs) Unless hell's a club, then I want a special place in that exclusive club. Yeah, exactly. If we're talking about like a, a VIP oh situation. We should start a club called Hell, and then like the invitations would be like, "There's a special place for you." Oh, oh marketing. Mm, nobody steal that idea. Yeah. Please. Okay. And then so then another <laughs> statement by another American politician leads us into our next segment from the one and only Bernie Sanders. Bernie. He, he tweeted. I find it very strange that President Trump has such a hard time getting along with the leaders of the world's major major democracies, but feels very comfortable with despots and authoritarian leaders like Putin, Xi Jinping, Duterte, and Mohammed bin Salman. I mean, that's true. Trump has consistently gotten along very well with these like authoritarian people. Yeah. And has a horrible relationship with anyone who like runs a democracy also i feel like i should have practiced reading that tweet out loud before i just did it's okay there were a lot of tricky (laughs) words in there um decromasies yes bernie sanders is very loquacious yeah yeah yeah. Uh, he likes to use a lot of big words smart guy (laughs) um so yeah this brings us to singapore yes where donald trump Finally met with Kim Jong-un. The one and the only. The one and only in Singapore. And based on everything, it went fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, 
everything that they kind of said would happen basically happened. I felt like, I mean, and this is something that's just international relations in general, and we've talked about it a bit. They weren't as prepared for this summit as I think other administrations would have been. Donald Trump was yeah. literally asked about it with Shinzo Abe, and he was like, I actually don't feel like I need to prepare. And he's he's, like, oh, he said, like, I'll know in the first second. Yeah, he was like, I'll know in the first minute whether or not Kim Jong-un is serious. Like, he's basically like... Like it's all about the feeling. I get yeah. the feeling. He was treating it like he was going on a hinge date. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm just gonna get in there and and go off of vibes. <laughs> but either way, the, even the Trump administration is not gonna let Donald Trump get there if it's not basically predetermined what's gonna happen. And every basically every second of the meeting was scheduled. It was like yeah. go handshake. Then we're gonna do this. It was like it was basically like a big photo op. Yes. I, like the the first thing they did is And it was like, a historic photo op. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. They um they but historic does not always mean good. Yes. That is that is something that I heard someone say on the news this morning. I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to I'm going to regret that." Um uh, so basically, like, they just like walked. The, like, what is with these fucking leaders and long walks? It's so many walks I know. and ha- so much. It's very handsy. Yeah. These meetings too. It's all about like. It's honestly so weird. It's like they go for a walk and then like they touch each other in a yeah. bunch of various ways. Yeah. It's like so weird. And so they like do this like walk across the stage towards each other in front of the North Korean and American flags, and then they like handshake for a very long time yeah which is like and trump does his like traditional thing where he he handshakes but then he like also clasps the elbow with the other hand which is apparently like a business move that like the head of the firm would do that so it's like it's part of his weird psycho whatever about handshakes that he has going on the thing about that is i don't think that works with like totalitarian dictators who are narcissist and probably crazy themselves yeah and also kim jong-un is like yeah fine whatever grab my elbow yeah. you little fucking freak like, you're gonna all, let me um, you're gonna let me keep torturing people in yeah, my country we all know like what it's about now like yeah like, like if you're if someone's meeting with trump they're like briefed on the handshake yeah it's all it's all i mean and there was like this crazy moment with macron in the g7 one oh, yeah where they were like back on this weird the handshake thing is like so weird to me and it's just like such so indicative of why like straight men are yeah it's this like weird patriarchal (laughs) i'm just like what is this but yeah like macron shook trump's hand so hard that there was like a handprint on it and then also the handshake lasted a long it's just like weird it's very weird i know weird way to show strength i I know it's like it's a very it's a dick measuring yeah i was about to say just take your fucking dicks out exactly at this point it's like just pee on each other or whatever it is you want to do. Like, I don't know what this is. I'm pee over tape. it. Exactly. Exactly. Like, just make your it little all, pee tape. All makes sense. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting, because they both made a statement at the press conference. <laughs> Donald Trump was like, made his full statement. And then he turns to Kim Jong-un and he's like, you want to say anything? <laughs> and then I was just shocked by how deep Kim Jong-un's voice is. I actually didn't hear it. You, It's like... It's like a reverse Kushner. It's very deep and very gravelly. Yeah. How old is he again? Do you know? He's in his like early 30s, like 32. Yeah. He's like not. He's he's like pretty young. Yeah. He looks terrible as well. (laughs) I mean, yeah. The the whole, (laughs) the Kim family, they're not. Well, they're not no, gorgeous. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even saying looks. I mean, I mean like health wise. He's yeah. so overweight, which is really terrible because 
so like 41 percent of the population in north korea are undernourished i, I know so it's like, like and obese. he's yeah but he he has a wife does he have yeah. kids like who's his successor oh i don't know i don't know i know that he killed his brother yeah and his uncle and his uncle yeah, he had yeah. his brother like poisoned his, his, in an like, airport. His, like, stepbrother, yeah, that was that was a story. And then he killed his uncle who worked for the regime. That was a crazy story because the person who killed him like sprayed him with a nerve agent. So what happened was two girls had separate nerve agents on their hands, mm-hmm. and they went up and rubbed their face, his face in it, and he was like, "What?" And then another one went up and rubbed the other agent, and it wasn't it wasn't toxic to them until they mixed. So the fact that they each had one that is they wild. On the person's face. Also, yeah. I remember that the one of the women who did it was wearing a shirt that said LOL. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Which is like really fucking weird. <laughs> it's terrible. And I think there was something that maybe both of them thought that it was like a game show. Like yeah, the they, people that actually mm-hmm. did it thought that it like they didn't realize that they were literally putting poison on it. Yeah, him. they got paid like a lot of money and were like do this and they're like okay. They're all it also just seems like they're easier ways to kill your stepbrother. Yeah, I don't know. That's a very convoluted and strange plan. Mm -hmm. I don't know. know. Yeah, well, like, I don't... That that was a tangent, but a a bizarre and necessary one, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So we did agree to agree basically at this summit. There were kind of like four bullet points that were put out. Mainly, uh, we agreed that we're going to stop our military drills on the peninsula. With South Korea. They committed to denuclearizing. Yeah. Though we did not really specify like what, when or when how or, how or, or what that's going like, to look. Do these, where do these nuclear weapons go? I know. And it's just so funny because it's like a really good uh, model for what we could potentially do yeah. would be the Iran deal mm-hmm. that Trump hates. But p- part of the Iran deal was like these regular check-ins, yeah. letting inspectors come in, international inspectors come in and like check with what they're doing. So it, like if we do that, it's inter- it would be interesting to me if that's the plan that comes out that it's like, okay, well, fundamentally, how is this different than the Iran deal yeah. that it's, you supposedly hate so much? Well, Iran like released a statement and was like, don't trust them. They're shady bitches. Which <laughs> it's, I'm I, like, yeah, I mean, I, that's valid. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's I, like uh, your boyfriend's ex DMing you and being like, just so you know, he yeah. is a liar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's basically what they did. <laughs> he did me dirty and he'll do the same to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they... Okay, they agreed to destroy a major missile testing site. Um, and Kim did agree to there being a verification process, but we just don't know what that verification process would be. They signed a comprehensive document. And then they also agreed, um, interestingly, to like try and to recover the remains of POWs and yeah. people who are missing in action from the Korean war. Yeah, I think there was like, like 5,000 or something. Or yeah. Like, and this is American soldiers yeah. that were missing. What they didn't talk about at all was recovering any of the people of the Japanese people that North Korea has kidnapped, which is interesting because mm-hmm. Shinzo Abe was like literally just at the white house. Yeah. Like he, they, I just feel like Shinzo Abe was watching this and he's like, we just talked about this. Yeah. Like I told you so 
so many times. I set a reminder in your phone to ask them. Like, why didn't you ask? So we're trying to st- like, uh, yes, like this is this is good steps because we're not at the place we were a year ago where we we're tweeting about fire and fury and we're kind of worried about nuclear threats. Like, remember yeah. when like there was that like false alarm in Hawaii? In Hawaii, yeah. So and like, we're. Gl- I'm glad that's not happening anymore. But like, it's also it's these the. The myth, the nuclear weapons is not the only problem with North Korea. No, like, but this is something we've talked about yeah. too, is that they are violating international standards on so many different levels. The, they weren't, the reason they were like kicked out of the international community in general, wasn't just because they had, or were developing nuclear weapons. It predates that it's because they're like oppressive. One thing. So First of all, North Koreans didn't even find out about this summit until an hour after Kim Jong-un left, and then they announced it on the news. And when the summit was actually happening, North Korean television was playing a like three-hour-long televised musical about mining. Interesting. Yeah, they like it was. It would be like like we just did like hairspray live. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I guess in North Korea, they like they they did like this mining musical. Yeah. And it's just, it also shows how like, like, again, it kind of goes back to that point about him getting along with dictators and not democratic people. Like he just wants a win here and maybe it is a win. You know, we have to see how it all pans out. Time will tell. Again, it goes back to what you said, like historic doesn't necessarily mean good. Neville Chamberlain meeting with Hitler was a historic meeting and that didn't turn out great. Um, I mean, this country has like extreme censorship. They're they're forced labor camps. I was, there was this one account from a escaped North Korean and she was saying she was watching this and just like really disappointed that like nothing was brought up. You know, she like her father was killed, was tortured and killed. Her little brother was killed. Like, her she was forced into work labor like three times because she tried to escape to china and china has this rule where if they catch you they send you back to north korea which is fucked up because they basically know that they're going to either be killed tortured or forced into labor yeah but china just like doesn't want north koreans in there yeah it's bad i mean anytime you have to refer to someone who left a country as escaped yeah (laughs) that is a red flag yeah like like when i i'm going to germany this summer i won't have escaped the united i mean in a way yes yeah Yeah. (laughs) but like like when you have to say that they escaped not that they like moved yeah (laughs) it's pretty bad and now and now china is already talking about lifting sanctions imposed by the un on north korea and you know all the money that comes in to north korea does not go to the people it goes to the elite and it goes towards their military programs and so if we lift these sanctions they're just going to get more money and it's not going to be distributed like that's just not the world that they live in it's just weird like to see i mean it just feels like who are our friends versus who are our enemies like we really yeah. don't know in this moment like, like you be like is it like one of the situations where you treat the people closest to you terribly like I yeah don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah i mean it's just it does feel like we are switching friend groups yeah you know yeah. and i don't love no the new group no i was like listening to something i was listening to the news and i was like walking down the street like and like looking around like this makes me so uncomfortable yeah that, like that like i may be perceived like i'm going on i'm going to hispania like i'm like nervous for like people to talk to me about 
like I know. state of America. Cause exactly. I'm going to be, like, be like, yeah, I know. I agree. I know. I'm going to Berlin and I'm like, what do I even like, if anybody asks me, do I just like apologize yeah. a bunch? Like, <laughs> like, do I well, just say I'm like Canadian? Yeah. Like literally what do I, I don't know guys. So basically it's like, we're going to have to see what happens. I mean, it's yeah. not like it's, it's not like there's no chance that this could be good. It could be good. It could be great. And you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe he'll become a, a great, I don't know. I don't I can't even say it. Yeah. Great leader and like care about his people, but I don't foresee that happening. Yeah. Yeah. And that statement applies to both Trump and him. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe one or both of them will shape up, yeah. but I don't know. Well, I mean, we brought up the midterms. I think we'll bring it up again. Make sure you vote. Make, Make sure, sure you, you register vote. to vote. You know, it's, it's, that's super important. Soup, soup's important. Yeah. Because, you know, even like, 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 cause like the Republicans in Congress were the ones that like led the charge to get like, uh, Russia out of the G7 or the G8. And now they're not saying anything. Yeah. And so it's just like garbage. You need like people with like a backbone and some gumption. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in our elected office. So should that bring us to one more thing, which is yes. semi-related? Yes. Uh, one more thing today is also diplomacy. Uh, adjacent. Mm -hmm. uh, so there was an article that came out in the Atlantic this week in which a reporter went and talked to top Trump officials trying to get a feel for what is the Trump doctrine? You know, there's the M Monroe doctrine where the world police, there was a uh, speak softly, carry a big stick was, um, Teddy Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. What is Donald Trump's guiding phrase? According to one top <laughs> official who has not been named, it is "We're America, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> like they actually said that to the reporter, which obviously is a joke, but yeah. it was definitely one of those. It's funny because it's true yeah. jokes, yeah. and not like not like a full joke. <laughs> I mean, come on, you work at the White House. Don't say we're America, bitch, like, to a reporter from no, the Atlantic. Like you just like, are like you're just like you know that people are going to talk about this in it, a negative way. It is a refreshing amount of honesty, though. Yeah, I get like it. that definitely. Even though that person was joking, that definitely is it. Yeah, like that, and it's like it's like when like people like when you're arguing with someone and they won't give you like a legitimate response or like. Like a, a smart, like a smart one that makes sense to the argument. They're just like, it is because it is. Yeah. It's like, it's we're like, America, bitch. It's like, it's like, why are you the way you are? It's like, because I am, because we're America, bitch. It's like, <laughs> oh no. I couldn't help but think about that, uh, that movie, the South Park guys made, yeah. Team America. Team America, fuck America, yeah. fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ready to save the motherfucking day, yeah. Damon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie was funny. That was funny. I, well, actually, maybe I would have to revisit. Who knows? I could probably yeah, go back yeah. and it's like horrible. I do Kim Jong-il sings that song yeah, in that one. And I do appreciate the Matt Damon joke a little bit more now later. Yeah. Because not that like, I don't think it's like good to make fun of people with like mental disabilities. Not saying that he has one. <laughs> but he's kind of like, he's kind of like. He's kind of a Matt Damon. Yeah, he's kind of like, ugh, Matt Damon. <laughs> that, I do think that that portrayal did color like a lot of people's yeah. image of him. Because like, I do think about it when I see him. Like, I think about just like, Matt Damon. Well, now I, you know, I'm just thinking about like all the fucked up things he would say during like Project Greenlight about like African American. I know. And, and then he was like really dumb on a bunch of Me Too yeah, stuff. And I was Harvey just Weinstein like. thing is like, sit down, bro. Stop, I, shut up. And just like go in a corner. I, think I know. He kind of has found it. Oh, and he also did that like Great Wall of China movie. <sighs> 
Yeah. And he played a, a Chinese, like Japanese man. I think he played, he, he was white in it, but like he saved China. Yeah. But I think like it was based off of something. Someone where he, yeah. He whitewashed that person. Yes. It was like, yeah, not, it, it was not supposed to be a white person. Great. But yeah, mm, great. We're America, bitch. Matt Damon. Um, taking a cue from, uh, Britney Spears. Yeah. It's yeah. Britney but bitch. hopefully we're not. 2007 Britney. Hopefully we're like a 2000 Britney. Oh, we, dude, we have talked about Britney recently as well. When she did that Hit Me Baby One More Time video, dance rehearsal video. Yes. It's like the most athletic thing I've ever seen. It's, and she's like so beautiful. So like yeah. amazing and like good, good mover. And now you're just like, oh, Britney. Yeah. It's a video basically of her like, like practicing the hit me baby one more time dance like before the video even came yeah. out it was like her practicing it for the video and it's like she's like an athlete yeah. is what i'll say it's so crazy and her and beyonce are the same age and beyonce is beyonce yeah uh, yeah and their career spans the same amount of time like britney was a mickey mouse girl beyonce did star search yeah so it just goes to show you know it's about who you have around you yeah. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. damn. Okay. That's enough of that. Um, <laughs> oh, and what I did want to mention for, um, one of our, uh, well, one of my good friends and one of our listeners, uh, the Washington Capitals did win the Stanley cup. Oh, and that one guy is like having the time of his fucking life. Do you see how he's like, no. he's like, um, what's it called when like a keg stand, but like with the Stanley cup <laughs> oh, and then he was like, it passed out with it. he's the only one that I know. But it was something with like an O. Ovechkin. Oh, probably. Yeah. He's actually like having the time of his life and it's really fun to see on social yeah. media. And they won and like Washington sports teams are always bad, but they yeah. won and it was great. And my, my very dear friend, Tyler has been a Capitals fan for a long time. And also another thing that I did like about it was that the hashtag as they were like going through was just hashtag all caps and all caps. And yeah. I liked that. So go um, caps. And so we're also doing uh, a more stickers giveaway. Yes. If you haven't seen the stickers, they're really cool. You'll see them, like, I don't know, on Instagram. Delaney Tarr, one of the Parkland activists, has one. Yeah, it's a peach that says Buns Not Guns on it. We have a Fuck the NRA sticker. We have a Too Gay to Function sticker. We have a Moscow Mueller one. Yeah. Like like Robert Mueller. Um, And so all you have to do is take a screenshot of the sub email or a screenshot of this podcast, DM it to us, and then DM us your address to send it to, and we'll send you some stickers. We'll send you stickers. It's so easy, and everyone and then, loves stickers. And another yeah. giveaway that we have going on right now, if you have people who you want to sign up for this up, we are giving away a, just a big old bag of benefit cosmetics yeah. to a sub subscriber. Mm-hmm. So all this month, you can get benefit cosmetics, you know you want them. Yeah. Benefits great. Yeah. So screen. I, I, did I mention like screenshotting and posting it on your Insta story? I think, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think. I said screenshot. screenshot it. Post it on your story. Don't just like take a picture of it because then we're, how would we know that you did it? Yeah. You have to tag us. Yeah. Make sure that we know that it yeah. has happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah don't you. just keep the screenshot in your phone. Yeah. Um, and then you'll get some stickers or even some benefit. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, uh, until the end of democracy, which could be any day now. (laughs) I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Betches.